we're live. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy, Tommy G, here hopefully for the last day from a background list studio. Um, some sad news to report to you guys to start the day. Um, unfortunately, we lost a member of the family last night. Uh, Mama Rupp, Bill Rupp's mom passed away. Um, I talked to him. I was on the phone for like 12 hours last night, just kind of trying to take his mind off everything, watching some movies and stuff. So I told him you guys have all been reaching out. Uh, he appreciates the support. Um, as you guys know, she wasn't doing well. Um, unfortunately, we lost her yesterday morning. So uh, Bill's not going to be on today. We unfortunately had to, you know, cancel a lot of the shows and stuff that we had planned for last night, the box break. But he's doing a lot better now, uh, just getting a lot of paperwork and a lot of that stuff done. So uh, he said he will be back on Tuesday. So uh, he'll be back Tuesday, and uh, he'll be at my house tomorrow. So I'm having him and Jenna come by. We're going to spend the night together, hang out, watch the fights. So uh, appreciate your support. It hasn't gone unseen or unnoticed. And I'm sure once he gets back on the grid and is back to kind of communicating and stuff, uh, he'll get back to all of you. So uh, love you, Mama Rep, and uh, we're going to miss you. So uh, anyway, let's uh, let's get to the show here. Evan Hand, how you doing, my friend? I'm uh, doing well. We actually have two Donos in the chat, one from Parker Har saying RIP Mama Rep, uh, 10 bucks, and Rob Hilty, $20, saying so sorry, Rep 45 Appreciate you guys, and uh, I will let him know. He, he may pop in the chat. We'll see uh how he's doing so he may poke his head in here in the chat but um like i said uh i'm relaying the messages to him and he will run through it and see it all so uh he appreciates everything mr rackets how you doing today my friend good uh, i apologize if you guys hear a whole bunch of wind um there's nothing really i can do about it <laughs> that's it and they're gonna have to just fucking deal with it that's how that's gonna go so uh so yeah so we are uh, getting ready to rock we got vegas coming up on tuesday uh we got a special guest coming on the show in about 35 minutes uh one of my housemates will be joining us, Mickey Gall, uh, who's staying with me right now for the week. So Mick is uh, upstairs. He's actually about to walk outside and connect with the earth. I call him the sun god, Amon Ra. Now, he loves the sun and the earth and, and earthing. So he'll be earthing for about 30, 45 minutes. Uh, and then he'll come on and walk us through the Bellator card tonight. So we're going to do the UFC, right? We got Mike coming on at the end of the show, correct? Ev? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, and then uh, supposedly there's a big Bellator card tonight that Mickey said he's got like uh, four or five fighters that he knows very well, and he's got some locks for the Bellator card tonight. So I told him to come down. He'll be fucking sliding right in here, uh, right next to me. We'll have Mickey and Mike go over some uh, some combat sports to end the show. So that'll be fun. That'll be good. Then we got some business meetings. Uh, we're heading out to Las Vegas. I'm heading out on Tuesday. Uh, I think Enzo, Hoffman, Scarface, uh, Goat, uh, all those guys are going to be heading out on Wednesday. So we're going to figure out what the content schedule is going to look like for next week. We may do a regular stay cash and show maybe with Bill Rackets and Evan on Tuesday, but then we're going to be live from Circa stadium swim in Vegas doing the world championship, uh, drafts. Um, I think I did have one person back out of the big league who wasn't able to make it. So I think there may be a spot left. In that one, and I know we have a spot left in the smaller one. Keep in mind, when I say there's a spot left, there's a bunch of people who got in and said, listen, you know, I'll take a spot, but if you have someone who's going to be there live, they could fill it. So if you do have interest, make sure to head to uh, the DMs in the Discord uh, or DM uh, any of us here. I don't check my DMs. So if you want to DM Evan or, or Stay Cash in uh, Twitter or Four Deep Twitter or anything like that, you'll be able to get it. But if you're in the Discord, I do check the Discord DMs now. Uh, so if you want to come party with us in Vegas, we are going to be popping and rocking and fucking absolutely crushing it out there. The promo is still going on right now. I know a lot of you guys signed up over the last couple of days. You'd be insane not to get in on this package. 
rest of the NFL season 2023 banger price 50% off includes the football betting guide includes the football seasonal draft guide get in there now go sign up for deep.com you don't need to go to four deep bets go to four deep.com now go to four deep.com sign up no promo code needed and uh, get in there now before we pull this promo uh, without further ado hit it Evan there is not much happening in the world of sports today there is I watched hard knocks you watched Hard Knocks. I did see Hard Knocks. So okay. I didn't give you the update yesterday. So you, I did my uh, responsibility. I thought it was fucking incredible. Right. Exactly. I thought it was awesome. Aaron Rodgers is the greatest human in the world. Uh, biggest Aaron Rodgers fan there is right now. I, I thought he looks great. The chemistry looks great. I mean, listen, it's fucking training camp, whatever. I just liked his vibe. I liked his energy. And even if he's hamming it for the camera, good. Ham it all fucking spring. Whether is. it's real or fake, that's great energy to have going through that. He's not going to stop on the second week. So if that's the energy he's going to bring, working with Zach and doing all that kind of stuff, that's uh, that's great. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was good. Rackets, did you see it yet or no? No, I'm not watching that shit. You don't watch Hard Knocks? I will watch Hard Knocks. I'm not watching it with the Jets, though. Trash. Who wants to watch that fucking garbage team, bro? The guy. the guy who's going to get beat by them two times this year. <laughs> well, only once if we play him. He's a Colts fan, so they're not in our division. Oh, I thought out. he was a Bills fan. He switches every year. Yeah, he wants to be a Bills We'll see fan. who's good, and then that's what yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Niners again. We don't know. <laughs> you know, they'll jump wherever it is. But, uh, but yeah, so I thought Hard Knocks was good. I thought it was uh, – it was fun. I mean, I'm going to think anything with the Jets is good, though. But uh, I want to see an unbiased perspective. Bill said it sucked. I'm like, it definitely didn't it suck. It probably sucks. Definitely didn't suck. No. But uh, we should see. I don't know. I didn't think it sucked at all. Um, someone in the chat said, Chosen Patriots said, we should do a survivor pool. Uh, well, I'm actually going to be at Circa meeting with some of the executives of Circa uh, on Tuesday. So Circa does the big Circa Million survivor pool. So uh, if things go the way I think they're going to go, we may have some big survivor news too. Final headline here in brackets. You may be the only one to appreciate this. Look what just arrived. It looks like a cow. Oh, you don't that? know what it is either? No. How do you I know? These are the Ben and Jerry dunks, dude. Look at you. These Look like at you becoming a sneakerhead. It's like $2,000 shoes. <laughs> Look at you becoming a sneakerhead. Oh, becoming a sneakerhead. I was a sneakerhead when you were sperm. I was fucking working at Foot Locker when I was fucking 12, stealing fucking Air Force, stealing Jordans out the back door. So, uh, yes, my uh, my Ben and Jerry's have arrived. I will be wearing Evan, do you them. like the cows? I like the cows. I like, like the cows? cows. Oh, my God, I like the cows. Look at this. fucking fresh to death. What, the, what are you going to wear them with? Um, I have about 15 you shirts. Have, you have cow order. plants? I mean, they cow- can even go with this. They go in anything. <laughs> You got but, a cow pattern shirt? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I can't believe you don't know what these are. These, dude, when I wear these at the pool, people are going to be like, why are you wearing them? They're collectors. I'm just doing it to fuck with the millennials, really, because I got the two snoop sneakers that I do like. But uh, I'm really just doing them just to fuck with the kids who think they're cool and that I'm wearing things that collect. I just think it will be the biggest fuck you, I'm rich, I don't care type move. So uh, that's what I'm doing. But, yeah, a lot of the conspiracy people. Ben and Jerry's is woke. I don't care about that shit. As you're writing this on your iPhone. The iPhone's not woke. Are you fan of Zuckerberg? <laughs> uh, all right. No other headlines there? Uh, I actually do. I do have two more. Um, Michael Johnson brought up in the chat the Johnny Football documentary. I watched that two nights ago, and it is. How is it? It's fucking crazy, dude. 
I saw some uh, some snippets of it. He says some shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. About yeah. he he his his iPad uh, log workout time was literally zero point zero hours. He never logged into his iPad to do any work. <laughs> in the NFL. In I mean, NFL. he's bragging about that. Yeah, and there was a whole other thing how he went and signed all of these um, autographs and got paid like thirty grand per session, and. Mm-hmm. All these executives were like, where the fuck is he getting this money from? So his roommate and his manager, he called them, made up a rumor that he came from oil money. And that's everyone believed it until until this doc came out. Wow. Bro, he was on drugs at the combine. He made up his agent made up a story that his father had a heart attack to get him out of the combine. So he didn't have to take the drug test. Yeah, it's fucking (laughs) great. And then they went drinking before the combine and his receivers got too blacked out. They couldn't do it the next day. So he made his lawyer and his agent run routes for him dude i have to see this now it's fucking <laughs> i didn't realize it was this good how long is it how many parts is it it's one it's like an hour and a half oh i, I can't say, wait there, there was little like snippets of it all over twitter the other day and i was oh i got i saw a bunch of stuff great. you know what's funny fucking someone forget it was i think it was a girl who told me to watch it might have been maddie i don't know who it was someone told me like did you see the Johnny Manziel documentary? I'm like, nah, he's trash. I don't want to watch a fucking documentary on him. But if it's like this, yeah, if it's a tell-all, oh, I'm it's all fucking yeah. crazy. He talked about how he almost he tried to kill himself. Well, that I um, never believe. Yeah, actually, I made a video about this for one of my clients, and people were like, "It's bullshit." He's just like, "I don't ever believe when anyone." Says, Listen, you don't try to kill yourself. End of story. You either kill yourself or you don't. You either you either kill yourself or you're trying to get attention. It's one or the other. You don't try to kill yourself. That's it. It's very easy to kill yourself. It's so easy to kill yourself. People do it by accident, oh right? That's how easy it is. That people aren't trying Your to die. does not condone suicide. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, that's literally how easy killing yourself is, okay, right? This is his it's, story. It's, it's so easy to kill yourself that people die by accident. Yeah, that's his, how easy it is. His story was that he had a gun. He bought a gun months prior. He knew when he was going to do it, how he was going to do it. Went, went and spent like $5 million. When he had enough, he was just going to do it. He took the gun, tried to pull the trigger, and it malfunctioned. This is what he says. Oh, wow. That's a new story. Oh, guess what? Go find a tall building. You probably live on the 30th floor. Fucking nosedive, fucking pussy. A gun jammed my ass. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. There's no buildings where you live, jo- Johnny? <laughs> There's no buildings anywhere? <laughs> no? A really? Fucking swan dive, motherfucker. You don't try to kill yourself. <laughs> And then my favorite is they overdose on pills and try and kill themselves. You're trying to kill yourself with shit Bill Rupp did recreationally. (laughs) (laughs) That's not trying to kill yourself. That's trying to get real fucked up and then maybe die if it happens. Like, come on. Get out of here, bro. Listen, I promise you this. I will never commit suicide ever in my entire life. If I die, someone killed me. Because the amount of drugs that I've done in my life, you said Tommy tried to kill himself. You know? Yeah. No. Every night I went to New York City doing fucking 40 ecstasy pills was like a like a suicide attempt i'm so sick of it i'm sick of mental health i'm sick of sick of all of it next topic um Devonte adams allegedly apparently not allegedly got hurt Tried today to kill uh, <laughs> yeah because jimmy jesus quarterback <laughs> uh he got hurt today bad yeah apparently apparently he got uh brought into the locker room getting evaluated but i don't think he really wants to be on the raiders Are you muted? When you got the drama oh. going. No, you can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be on the Raiders either. Um, you know, you got the drama going on with fucking uh, 
Josh Jacobs. You got fucking your quarterback leaving. You got you know, it's a lot of shit going on there. A lot of shit going on. Um, Devontae Adams is not a safe draft in your fantasy leagues, people. I promise you that. Anyone who's a stud that's used to winning on a bad team that didn't put the effort in they needed to. The second Jimmy Garoppolo fucking sprains an ankle, Devontae Adams is going to fake tear a hamstring. Rackets, what do you think? Um, I kind of like. I don't. I don't want to say I like the Raiders, but I don't think they're going to be as bad as everybody thinks they are. Um, I think they're like five hundred. They're going to be terrible, right? Like I don't think they're going to be a bad football team. I just think they're stuck in a really tough division to not be really uh, good. I, Right. I agree with that. It's just Jimmy's won every – as long as he stays healthy, he wins games. Like, that's just what he does. So, I don't think that they're going to be, like, an awful but awful team. But if he gets hurt, then they're in trouble. He's not I mean, in I, Shanahan I, offense anymore. Yeah, the thing I saw with Jimmy, because I see a lot of people saying that, and I agree with that. I think, I, think he's, I think he's a winner, if nothing else. He's not a great quarterback, but he's a winner. But it's not hard to win when you're on San Francisco and the 49ers with Belichick in their heyday. You know, like, that's the thing, like. Brock Purdy walked in and looked like Tom Brady. No, no, he is. Brock Purdy's awesome. Well, actually, yeah. he's thrown uh, three interceptions today in the joint practice with the Raiders. So. <laughs> I think we're. Gonna, I think Rackett's going to lean on last year's stats more than. I'm still on Brock. Purdy. I, I am on the Brock Purdy fade heavy train. No. Um, but again, like we said, San Francisco. You know, a fucking Bridgewater can go in there and lead them to the playoffs. So we will see. Uh, what else we got, Harry? Uh, two more things. Speaking of interceptions, C.J. Stroud had his debut last night, went two for four with 13 yards and an interception. I actually hit the Patriots because I knew C.J. Stroud was going to suck. I just didn't know they were only going to play him for that little. I thought we were going to get a lot more C.J. Stroud in that game, and uh, I think he's terrible. I think he's going to be one of the worst draft picks outside of Will Levis uh, in the history of football. <laughs> I think he's. I think this draft class is terrible. Bryce Young's going to be a fucking bust. Will Levis, I told you, is garbage, and C.J. Stroud is garbage. So I think we, I, like I said, I like fucking Rackets boy better than fucking those three. Like there's, there's no upside with those guys. It's all hype and all downward spiral for them. But uh, yeah, C.J. Stroud sucks. So does Bryce Young. So yeah, does fucking Will Levis. Malik, uh, shit, what is his name? Malik from uh, the Titans. Malik I'm Willis. Just call him Malik. Yeah. Malik Willis is actually ahead of uh, Will Levis on the depth chart still. Will Levis will be playing in the CFL in a year and a half. Like, uh, I don't think there's anybody Tommy has hated more in the draft. I mean, listen, but was I right, Rackets? You remember, I told so you far, before, yeah, like... <laughs> before anything. This guy was going first overall at one point, Rackets, right? Yeah, and, and you're like, no, nah, this guy sucks. And I, th I thought you had the wrong name, because Rackets is the big college football guy. He's an NFL, MLB, he's a pro sports guy. So when Rackets brought it up to me four months ago, before anyone else was talking about it, Rackets, like, they're saying the Colts may get this Levis guy, Tommy. What do you think of him? And I'm like... Not not the kid from Kentucky. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, no, he's not going in the first round. That's you're like, dude sucks. He's trash. <laughs> and you're like, no, he's going like fucking top five. I'm like, no, he isn't. And then I'm like, what am I looking at? And yeah, then he goes in the second round. So at least at least everyone woke up by draft time. But fucking Will Levis trash. It's so bad. Well, at least Bryce Young and CJ Stroud were good in college, right? Like, that's the difference. Will Levis wasn't even good at college. Like, he wasn't even good at Kentucky. So, I don't know what the fuck anyone was watching with that. Um, what else you got there, E-Money? Uh, so, the big piece of news today and yesterday is that apparently legend Phil Mickelson has wagered more than a billion dollars. A billion? Why can't we get him on the show? Oh, I'd love it. 
<laughs> we gotta get bigger. If we get bigger, we're getting Mick. Let's I talk to Mick. Mick. Let's go ask Barstool if we could borrow him. Uh, I mean, I believe every word of that. You know, it adds up quick too because if you look, like my Fanduel account, uh, if you look at my Fanduel account, I've wagered over like twenty-five million dollars, right, in the last seven, eight years. So that's like you could put, like I could go bet four games, two grand on each game today, break even, and that's $8,000 in bets, right? Right, Raggets? Like, that's how yeah. it works. Like, I bet $8,000. So, like, even if I won two and lost two and won two and lost two and won two and lost two, that's $20,000 in bets, even though I used my original two for it, right? So, the number is deceiving, the billion. Um, but at the same token, it's, it's, he's betting 400000 a fucking event and betting, like, 200 of those a year. Yeah, they so, said his uh, his average bet was a hundred k. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, you're you're talking probably, like probably lost a hundred million, you know, in that period of time. I would guess, you know, off a figure like that, maybe more. But um, I mean, fuck, dude, the guy got what from Liv? What did Liv give him? Didn't Liv give him a hundred million rackets? I don't even know, dude. They give he lost it all, whatever. It yeah, was. what was what was <laughs> that problem? He owes them now. Yeah, let me see. Uh, Liv um. It was something retarded. Two hundred. It was insane. Uh, reports indicated, yeah, two hundred million dollars he got from Liv for for six months. Doesn't even <laughs> yeah, cover his bills. Yeah, Doesn't even cover his bills. yeah so he's making got a million t- a day. Yeah, so if you think about it, if he's even betting a million a game, that would be uh, what two hundred bets, right? So just off the live money, he could probably bet for the next fucking four years. You know, yeah. maybe ten years. But listen, he doesn't sound like a very good gambler. No, he's not. But he also he is a he is a very good money maker. <laughs> you know, uh, so that's the thing. He does great with endorsements. He does great with all that. Uh, he's worth like what? Let me see. Uh, Sam Raw back in the envelope calculations put Phil Mickelson's net worth at an estimated eight hundred seventy-five million dollars. So let's say he gambled away half of it, right? Four hundred million he lost. Still got He'd be worth two billion if he didn't gamble. Four, yeah, he still got four hundred seventy-five million dollars. <laughs> that's what I would do. I'd fucking gamble it all the way as long as I still got fucking half a billy left. <laughs> I'm good. Fuck it. I get the degen the fuck out and still have all that money. So uh, I think it's a little overblown because he's got so much money. He's almost a billionaire. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's a degenerate. That's great. Good for him. Good for him. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's all there all is right. for news, though. All right. Uh, let's go to... MLB, any new news in the MLB right now? I did want to say something I'm seeing the pundits do on ESPN. I can't even call them pundits because it's basically three chicks and a former football player that could barely speak on every show. Uh, They're not really pundits, but they're all saying if Justin Fields could just increase his accuracy, he'll be great this year. I'm like, oh, so if the guy who can't throw can just throw, then he'll be great. Yeah, no shit, dude. Like, that's his problem. Like that he can't throw like he has a cannon but he can't control it and he has no touch so did mike Vick. so did every other running quarterback that is probably no longer in the league anymore and then and then there's another thing on espn today what happened to all the black quarterbacks in the nfl oh most of them sucked what do you mean what happened to would they kick them out like there was there was 12 starting black quarterbacks now there's only four like what are we talking about? And, and a lot of them are like, imagine, or he's going to, you know, he gets his accuracy under control. Like, and they just add those passing yeah. yards onto the rushing yards. And it's like, well, he was rushing because he couldn't fucking yeah, exactly. Throw. He's not going to rush for fucking 1,800 if he can throw. Yeah, Look at, so- a perfect example is Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter runs a 4 5 40, 
Okay. That's faster than Daniel Jones. That's faster than fucking every quarterback, basically, in the NFL outside of two. But if you looked in college, he ran a lot. In the preseason last year and in the games that he played, because I saw someone talking about Desmond Ritter's fantasy impact. And they're like, well, he doesn't run that much. Well, but he can. Go look at his highlights. He can run. He's just a pocket passer. So if you look at a lot of, look at Josh Allen, look at a lot of these guys. You can't just say a young quarterback can run, so he's gonna. Because when they interview Ritter, the thing I like about him is he said, running's my last resort. I want to complete the pass. When you look at Justin Fields, running's his first resort. He doesn't care about completing the pass. So once he does get better in the pocket, he's going to be less good. That's the worst English ever. But that never works well when someone has a gift. And Fields has a fucking gift as a runner. When someone, When a running quarterback tries to become a pocket passer, Every time that's happened throughout history, it has ended horribly. Correct, Rackets? It yep. never works. So just stop trying to make the kid a pocket passer. Just let him fucking run and run a fucking wing tee. Let's get to some baseball here. All right. So first game on the agenda. Let me pull it up. Friday. I'm on Thursday's slate. So let me pull up Friday. Right here. We'll bang through this real quick. Rays. Indians. Rackets. Dude, Ray's got me so bad yesterday. Hey, like they hey, 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 fucking me over so destroyed me yesterday. They killed me yesterday. They killed me. Not only I had the run line, but not only that, but like they can't score, dude. Like I don't know what the fuck is wrong with that offense, but they can't score over the last like month. Like they just yeah. not scoring runs, even at home. It used to just be that they weren't scoring on the road. Now they're not scoring at home either. Yeah, it's really, it's really not. Um, Littell gave them a good start yesterday too, and they still couldn't do anything with it. I, they're probably minus two hundred again today, but I, I can't, I can't. I'm putting them on a side list. Um, they're starting to worry me. I don't know if I could do it at minus two hundred. Over their last like 70, 60 or seventy games, they're pretty much like right at five hundred. Yeah, they're like dead even five hundred. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't I, know if I, I could do it. Not trustable for me. I can't pay that price for him. I don't know if I could do it. Um, where's Arias? Don't I'm in the Marlins-Yankees game. I don't see Arias on FanDuel. Do you? I can't look. I'm on the phone. Uh, see if you see Arias to get a hit, Evan, on DraftKings. To record a hit, Torres, De La Cruz, Connor Falefa, Gurriel, Soler, Judge, Birdie, Garcia. Is Arias hurt? You see the expected lineup. Expect he's in the expected lineup. Who's pitching for the Yankees? Is it Vasquez? Uh, it's TBD, but I think it's Vasquez. I think uh, it's Vasquez. Yeah, it's Vandal has TBD, but I thought I saw Vasquez last night. Um, very weird. I don't see him in there. I don't so, know. I don't know. Maybe they'll end up putting him in. Uh, do you see it, Evan, in the Marlins game? I'm looking. I can't find it. Uh, MGM will have him in for two hits, so I don't want that. They always put him in as one and a half. Um, player props. I'm not seeing it on DraftKings. No. It's really weird. I don't understand why. I wonder if he's. I wonder if he's hurt. He's. Is he, he hurt? He's hurt. in the expected lineup though. That's the yeah. thing that's weird. I looked at news. Um, I don't see any of the funny thing is on MGM, none of the fucking Marlins are in it. That's probably because of the TBD for the Yankees. So, what'd you say, Evan? Uh, there, I'm, I looked up news for Arias. I don't think he's hurt. Yeah, there's no Marlin props anywhere. It's very weird. We'll uh, see what's going on. With that. I did find a website that has him over one and a half hits. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's over one and a half at most places. FanDuel is the only one that usually has him in zero. So, 
we'll wait closer. I'm just going to put it out on the plays, guys. I mean, listen, he's going to be his normal price. He's going to be 300 to 400, depending. So he's only parlayable. So uh, I'm going to have a Raya's and a hit parlay. I will explain uh, what that is as we get to the rest of the players. Rackets, you betting anything on that Marlins game? Um, No, probably not. Oh, actually, there's uh, – I don't know if it's just New York or, like, how DraftKings is doing it by state. If you're in New York or Jersey, uh, DraftKings is up to for the up to early win for that game. Uh, I'm going to take the Marlins on that. Okay. Um, what I am considering doing is Jorge Soler uh, to get a hit, too, since they moved him into the leadoff spot. He hasn't not had a hit in only one game all month has he not had a hit. So uh, I am looking at Soler minus 210 to parlay with something. So I'm writing that on here, too. Minus 300. So we'll uh, we'll wait on that. Let's go to the next game on the board. Yeah. We'll go Reds. Cincinnati Reds, Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates playing at home. Rackets. Who do we like? Uh, if I remember right, it's Oviedo against Abbott. It is. Uh, Oviedo like... versus Andrew Abbott. 80 degrees, 6 mile per hour crosswind in uh, Pittsburgh. I like both of these pitchers. I don't really have a I don't really have a take either way. Pitt's Red's been bullpen's a nightmare, been, dude, to fuck with. Red's bullpen's been ass, too. Yeah, Pitt's been fucking tough. I, this looks like a pit line, doesn't it? The fact that it's even money. Yeah. I mean, this really looks like a pit line. Uh, I'm going to lay off this for right now. But uh, let's move over to Philadelphia. Silly Philly. We got Sanchez on the hill versus Keuchel. Two lefties on the bump. 82 degrees, five mile per hour, crosswind in flip, flip, Philadelphia. Joey Rackets, what do we like? Sanchez has been really good, dude. Yes, um has. Keuchel, I thought he was going to get blown up in that first start, but he didn't really, and he kind of he looked pretty good. He got a lot of ground balls. Um, I lean toward the Phillies here, but I want to see a lineup first. I don't, I don't really know. Okay. Um, let's see here. I want to take Cincy. I just got to see the money movement. Uh, we're looking at this. Cincinnati opened at minus 130. 63% of the money, 63% of the public is on Cincy, and it dropped to minus 105. Rackets, I think we got to take the That's Pirates That's a Pirates here. line. We got to yeah. take the Pirates. Galatis, Paratis. Let's go at it. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, Evan, minus 112. Do it. Do it. Uh, minus one. Yes, minus 112. Uh, Next game on the board. Oakland Athletics, Blackburn on the bump against Adon and the Nationals. Even money, basically, minus 108 on both sides. Weather this, conditions going on here. Yeah, it's gross. 84 degrees, four mile per hour wind blowing out. Joey. Uh, All right. Pass. Nationals, I guess. Pass. Yeah. I mean, Blackburn's decent. Maybe you could hit an over. I wish there was a little yes. wind. I, don't buy. If you're betting that game, go get help. Pass. Minnesota, flip, 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 Philadelphia. We did that one, right? We did that one. Yeah, I All like right. the Phillies there. So I'd probably like parlay the them with something. I'm thinking about doing a little fucking uh, little hit parlay. I might go Boom. I'm going to wait to see if Bill's on, and I'm assuming Bill is going to be on Boom. He jumped on him yesterday. He liked what he was seeing out of him. And uh, I'm assuming he's going to be back to Boom today. So let's put a play out for Bill here. Uh, batters, props, little Bill Rob special. So we're going to go boom to get a hit. Maybe he's going to hit a boom run. Who knows? Oh. Hey, oh. He likes Harper, too. Yeah. He's he always a like Harper, Harper guy. He does like Harper. But he's going to go back to the Freddie rel. I know that. <laughs> so let's do a Freddie Freeman. Ready, Evan? Yep. Freddie Freeman. Boom. That's minus 148. Bill likes to get it to plus money. So you want to go Harper there? 
What do you think would be a bill bet? Bill does love Harper. Let's see what Bellinger is. If Bellinger's over. Bellinger, Harper, uh, who the fuck else is his other guy? He likes Bellinger when he's over 200. Yeah. Let's see what Bellinger's at. I'm There's another guy that he uses all the time, too. And it's 210. Acuna he uses a lot. Yeah, he uses Acuna. Is Acuna back? I believe so. He should be, right? I think he just missed, like, part of a game. All right, let's do Acuna. That's a Bill Rupp. That's, a, that's, a, that's got Bill Rupp written all over it. Alec Bohm, B-O-H-M-A. Freddie Freeman and Ronald Acuna, plus 120. Little Rupp special. Um, I am going to do Freddie Freeman and Arias. Don't put a number on it because we don't know what the line is. So I'm going to do Freeman and Arias. E-Money. All right, let's go to the next game here. Uh, Chicago, the Cubs versus Toronto. Rackets. Do we like the Cubs here, plus 130? Um, I can't remember the pitching matchup, but it's is Assad. it Assad? Yeah, it's, Assad, it's uh, yeah. Javier I, Julian Assange. You're gonna, it's, probably, it's probably going to be a Cubs bullpen day. Um, uh, I think I'm on Toronto, honestly. Yeah. All right. I'm going to lay off it then. I'm going to lay off it. Give me Bellinger. Give me Smelly Belly. I'm going to do Bellinger hit, Freeman hit. I don't like too. when teams start off weekend series with a bullpen day. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand look. that. I don't understand it. You want to get that first win more than anything. So I don't understand that yet. Get, t- use the bullpen day on Sunday if you've already, like, you know, wrapped up the series or something. Yeah, Don't give me that shit on Friday. I agree, with you. I agree with you. I'm gonna do Bellinger hit Freeman hit Evan. You got that one? Yep. That is minus one oh four. One zero four. All right, let's go to next one. Keep losing my fucking place. Braves Mets. Braves minus one eighty eight. Braves oh, have been Jesus, the fucking. Dude, most... I mean, this whole slate, bro. Like, it is a weird slate. Football is coming, babies. Don't worry. Oh. Um, it is getting weird. This slate here. Who uh, wants to pay minus one eighty, one ninety for the Braves right now? Yeah, Braves minus one eighty. Seventy percent of the bets are on the Braves. Line moved up a tiny bit. I mean, I want to take the Braves here. I got to take the Braves. I'm laying the wood on it. I think I'm they're five out. and five in their last ten. I think I they're. Know. They're it's just still, still the Mets. The Mets suck. I completely agree. You know what? Yeah. If I'm going to play this and I actually – if the Braves win this game, they're going to win by fucking 400. You're so give me the run line on that. playing the run line. Yeah. Give me the run line right, on this so one. So Rackets on Braves minus yeah. one and a half. E. If they lose, they're going to fucking lose the game. So yeah. don't give me the 180, 190. Yeah. Give me the run I'm line. I'm going to win the 180 because I'm a fucking goon. Actually, You're you know what I could do? I need someone to something to parlay with Solaire. Maybe I'll use this. Let's do this. The Mets bullpen has been just. Oh, it's a fucking mess. Oh, there's Arias. Arias. Hey, welcome back. I put Arias up. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. So let's go uh, Arias Braves. How about that? Arias Braves plus 101. Let me get that plus in the front of it. Plus 101 Arias Braves. Look, they heard us, guys. They heard yeah, us. Yeah, I'm on the they're run listening. line. They're that. listening. They're fucking listening. I don't know what that line is, Evan. It's probably plus 102. Five one ten something like that. I'm gonna go full. Uh, no, it's minus one twelve. Minus one. I'll take it. That's fine. If they if the Braves are gonna win, they're gonna win by fucking six. I like that. I don't. I don't dislike so. that at all. Yeah, and I'm going Arias Braves. You got that? Yep. All right. Um, and then I'm also going Arias Freeman. I'm going three Freeman hit parlays today. I mean, it's just insane. The guy gets hit every day. So we got. What's it. amazing to me is like. The, his ego doesn't get out, like get in no. the way of being like I'm literally one of the best, maybe the best hitter in baseball, 
Let me just try to put some numbers up. And go. instead, he's just like, you know what? I'll just go hit a double. Left. I'll just yep. hit a go I'll left. just go to left. Go left yep. That's it. I'll dribble one over to pass. And if you hang base. it, then I'll put it in the seats. But if you don't hang it, I'll just put it in the, in it. the gap. It's fine. That's it. Minus 134, Arias Freeman. Um, he's a. Uh, he's. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. So we'll go Detroit, Boston, Chris Sale on the bump again, Rackets. What do we think? Sale's only going to go about four innings tonight. I don't think he got – I think he only had one rehab start, so he's not really stretched out. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Red Sox in the first five here. Going against school, uh, school Bowl is a little tough, though, so I don't know if I get to the window on it, but I do lean the Red Sox in the first half of the game here. I just – I don't trust either of the bullpens. I don't want anything to do with the end of the game. So if I'm going to bet it, it's going to be Red Sox first five. All right. Is that official play? Yeah, you might as well. I don't I don't love Scuba though, so make that like a half unit or something like that, or put it in a parlay if you have like a lotto ticket or something like that. I, I don't love it, but that's What's the first at? five line. Let me Minus one forty. Okay. Yeah. Right. They, uh, Vegas agrees with me. Sales should be good. Small play on that. Uh I'm going Astros in the next game. Verlander on the bump first Detmers. Uh I think the Astros go get it today. I think Verlander comes out. I think you may see an elite Verlander game coming off uh loss i believe in his first game to the yankees. he didn't look good again with the, against the no, yankees at i all. think today's the day i think that was the first game back and now we're gonna see yeah his control was all over the place i expect a lot better from him we'll today. see a lot better version of him today so i'm going yeah. i'm laying the wood on this minus the 174 let me see, see got the hiccups right now angels are just floundering too dude they, yeah. they've won one game since Fair the all-star enough. break yeah. trash i'm going astros minus 170 uh let's go to the next game here i think we only got one two three four games left uh white Sox, brewers rackets do you have a death wish no i don't either st louis kansas city wainwright on the bump against the kansas city royals i think we got some sick weather in this game this is the one i was looking at earlier yes we do 92 degrees out there in what kansas give city. me the royals dude yeah give Let's me the go. hot royals I get... Pull, keep in mind here's the one thing you gotta be careful of dylan coleman is starting and then zerpa's coming in long relief so we might have a bullpen day yeah from one of the worst bullpens from in one of the worst bullpens but i mean wainwright is, wainwright so is bad, the equivalent dude. of a worst bullpen in baseball though so and if the ball's gonna be flying he doesn't have any velocity he's just gonna give up fucking the royals are gonna be hitting the ball hard all night all the lefties yeah. on the royals there's gonna be runs in this game um the over is probably a safer play than the royals but i like, like the Royals. 11. Is it is the total that high? It's <laughs> Holy shit. So, that's the you know, trust me, I would have been all, all over right. It. All I right. mean, I'm gonna be alting it down. Actually, you know what we're doing? We're doing running the first inning here. That's for damn sure. Coleman's got a 10 ERA. Wayne Rott's got an 80 ERA. We got great weather. We're doing running the first here. Uh let me see what the line on that is. Definitely running the first. Royals offense has been humming too. Innings. Uh first inning total runs over a half. Minus 146, Evan. And then I'm going to do an alt-line parlay here, and we only got two games left after this. So I'm going to do an alt-line parlay. Running the first. I'm going to do an alt-over totals. Total over 8.5, minus 250. And we're going to parlay that with a Ryaz Het. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have like seven with Arias and Freeman. We're going for it today. Arias hit an over eight and a half. Let me just see. Like I always say, they don't reward us difficulty points. Why not take the easy bets? Minus 139, Evan. Minus 139 over eight and a half alt and 
Arias. I keep getting notifications from Night Ghost. Night Ghost, if you, right, you're obviously not watching. No, he's Stop, please. He's a, he's a retard. Uh, San Diego, <laughs> San Diego versus Arizona. Uh, what do you got here? I mean, our snakes do not look good. Dude, uh, I mean, their skin and their their they have fallen off a fucking cliff, dude. And it's not even like it's just like one or two of the guys. Like whole team stopped. Whole team just same stopped time, doing everyone everything. Just stopped everything at the same time. One and nine in the last ten. So I don't think me and you are going to go against them. And San Diego is not that much more consistent to begin with. So Seattle's been seeing this actually be a great series because San Diego has been blowing every fucking game that they lead late. Yeah. And Arizona and, has also been doing the exact same thing. Yeah. So. so let's see, let's live bet the over in the fifth inning. How about that? Yeah. Just whoever's, lo- whoever's losing in the early innings, just live bet them and get plus money on both sides. Honestly, Dodgers minus 300 like it. <laughs> uh, let's do the Dodgers. I don't have anything with Solaire yet. Ready? Nope. Let's do Dodgers and Solaire. Uh, Dodgers minus 300. Uh, and you can do Dodgers and Freeman if you guys want, but I already have Freeman in three things. So we'll do Dodgers. And then we have Solaire playing early so that if Solaire doesn't get a hit, we could always rebet the Dodgers. Uh, we don't lose them. So we're going to go, what, what just happened here? Put all this weird shit in it. Minus 107, Evan. 107, Evan, FM. This sounds like a radio station. Yeah. WW.107. All right, Evan 107, and let's see. And then, and then you know what we got coming up next. Joey me and Tommy smokes. Will be cho- me and Tommy will be choking each other all Joey fucking weekend. Joey smokes. We only have <laughs> the biggest fucking matchup at the biggest fucking time. My team, your team, playoffs on the line, division titles on the line. We got a nice three-game series coming up. With the Baltimore first place Orioles versus the hottest team in baseball, Dem M's Rackets. And they're fucking throwing Cole Irvin tomorrow. I'm like, come on. Team in baseball coming for your fucking face right now. Tommy G, Joey Rackets, battle to the death. What are we betting on this series? Um, we're gonna have to bet something. I hope he wants me to bet him something, but I I don't know. You want to throw the hundred I'm gonna owe you for them not fucking uh for the Yankees of Baltimore? Run it back. Yeah, Yankees aren't even making shit. Yeah, so Um, run a hundred on this Mariners Baltimore. How about that? Yeah, that's fine. Um so tonight I I both of these pitchers have uh Aber if Aber's watching, he's gonna be like BVP doesn't matter. And while I kind of agree, uh, both of these the sample size big enough. Yeah, it, it the the sample size on the Mariners is a little bit bigger. They're batting about four hundred off Gibson. Um, Orioles are batting about three hundred off Castillo. So there should be some runs in tonight's game, I would assume, especially if you get uh, not very good Castillo, which is possible. Gibson's been pretty consistent all year. He's not going to really shut you down, but he's not going to let you blow him up either. Um, tonight, I like the Orioles at plus one twenty. Shocker, but. I'm okay with waiting for a live bet because I think the Mariners score a couple runs early. I am going Mariners right out the gate. Give me Dem M's. Tommy G's Mariners coming for it. And uh, I'm going to take the Mariners minus 146 as I see. Let me see if that's the best line. 142. 130. 142 is what I saw in DraftKings. I'm seeing 135 on bet 365 and Caesars. So let's go 135 on Dem M's. I think Poopy said he was going to the Sunday game. Battle Tomorrow's to the, the game that worries me because of Cole Irvin. It was originally yeah. supposed to be Bradish, and then they, they stuck Irvin in there, and Bradish is going to go Sunday. I mean, listen, build in your excuses. Get them ready. 
San Francisco I mean, Giants. You got to plant the seeds, dude. Yeah, yeah, got to plant the seeds. San Francisco Giants, Texas Rangers, last baseball game before we get to the combat sports. Uh, we got Scott Alexander versus John Gray. What do you think? Oh, um, John Gray. I like the Rangers, but that's kind of scary too, honestly. They're losing, losing Josh Young in, I mean, I don't know. It's just their offense doesn't seem like it's scoring as many runs lately. I like them, but be wary. Okay. Be wary. Um, yes. This one's tough for me. I want to go with the Texas Rangers in this, who are eight and two, who are hot. Sam Fran has been cooling off. They were on fucking white hot fire. And the They're... Giants just don't play those high scoring games, no, which scares me with the Rangers. A, too. Yeah, it's going to be a four, three, four, you know, yeah. four two, five. And three. sometimes it's just like, okay, take the best, better offense, but like. The Giants just don't play those fucking games. They don't, and that's uh, one of the problems, not to mention the Giants are going to come out here, rely on that bullpen today uh, with a bullpen day. I think it's Alexander, then Stripling, then whoever. And the Giants have a top-five bullpen. Their bullpen is fucking just starters anyways. Like, they, yeah, it exactly. doesn't matter. Yeah, they bring in Manaya for yeah. th- two, three innings at a time. Yeah, but they throw five miles per hour harder because they're coming out of the pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to lay off this. I'm going to lay off this. I may do a Seager, Seager prop. Probably going to lay off that, though. Uh, do we have Mike available? I can tell him to come on now. Yeah, tell him to come on. Uh, for those of you just tuning in who missed it earlier, sign up at 4deep.com. Get a promo for the rest of the year. 50% off the rest of the season package. Bottom of the screen, you can see the banner right down here at the bottom. Uh, 50% off includes all sports. That's not just NFL. That's a whole entire thing. Comes out to around, what do we got? How many months left? So you got September, October, November, December plus august half of august you're talking about four and a half months left so we're probably talking 22 weeks at 375 dollars so that's what 15 dollars a week and right now it's 50 dollars a week on our site how are any of us going to get paid with that um, i don't know well we're going to need hundreds of people thousands of people to buy it that's how so that's we'll the only buy way. it you fucking scrubs i need money my yeah, kids need to way. eat that's the only way because we're not going to be able to survive at those prices tommy so g gonna... i went to the i took the kids to the fair the other night uh, Wednesday night, hundred and fifty-four dollars, bro, and we didn't even fucking go on rides. It was food and games. That was it. It is fucking, each fucking bro. Each carnival game is ten dollars a piece now. To throw a baseball, the baseball game with the fucking beer cans, ten bucks. Jesus Christ! Everything's ten fucking dollars, dude. What? That's that's insane. That's insane. Mike Constantino has a bunch of kids. You taking him anywhere and spend five thousand? He's got a he's got a plethora of children. Uh, you, can't go, you can't go anywhere without spending a zillion dollars. I went to the pancake house yesterday and spent $92 for breakfast. Fucking <laughs> real, man. <laughs> $92 for breakfast. I'll tell you what. There's no there's no word. Listen, you do anything for your kids, and I don't mind spending money. There's no worse scam than taking your kids to the boardwalk, and they want to play the games mm-hmm. that are impossible to win, but it costs you like $95 to win like a – 30 cent prize that you would rather buy at the store but they just want to keep playing and, and the guys are so good at selling and it's like you don't say no they want to play and it's the it's fucking like dark game money mike. and just throwing it into but the that's fire. why you bring me with you mike so that i can win on the first try Tommy, they're unwinnable games it's like the ring toss it's impossible things like fucking flying off all over the things that big <laughs> it's impossible there's nothing to do with skill 
Throw the bottle cap on the Poland Spring bottle. Impossible. Have it, have it spin down and win a game. Impossible game. Win a lion the size of Alabama. <laughs> I must have spent like 1200 on the boardwalk. <laughs> well, you got a nice little tan out of it. You're still looking sharp, Mike. You haven't regressed. I'm seeing you're keeping a positive positive uh, face and, and complexion and sharpness. You look literally the same four weeks in a row. That's Thank very you. weird. Well, I mean, uh, same person. No, sometimes the hair's a little longer, the beard's a little grayer, the beard's a little darker, you get a little skinnier, you get a little fatter, you fluctuate. You've been you've been a pretty steady Very skinny. You're Very starting skinny. The, yeah, you're starting to look like that Chad drawing, that iron jaw Chad that the uh, you ever see that guy, the muscle guy that they call Chad? No. The big meathead guy with the chiseled jaw. Evan, yeah. you know who I'm talking about? I, I mean, I, I got a visual of that guy, but I never heard yeah, of him. Yeah, that's what it is. Hey, it's I would love Chad. to be that guy, a chiseled muscle guy. Cool. Yeah, I mean, you're not. You're not. I want to make sure that that's clear that you're not. But, but you're look starting. Like you're moving more towards that direction than. And Jack. I look the same. He goes, I look the same. I right. look like the chiseled muscle guy, but I'm not him. Right. You're not him at all. No, no. That but guy you're... is not real. <laughs> is not real. I got to go back to work, guys. See ya. All right. Later, brother. So, Conman, uh, nice card last week. Uh, another big card last Saturday. As we said, uh, great. We were five and one or something, four and one, whatever the fuck it was. It was a great card. And uh, we got a little special guest that's going to be joining us soon. I'm going to run up and grab him. Uh, Mickey Gall is staying in my house right now. So he's got some Bellator props for us tonight. So I'll have you and Mick fucking go through it real quick. But why don't you give a quick rundown of uh, of last card, and then let me go grab Mickey, and I'll bring him down. So yeah, fly, last, fly, last fly, card, solo, fly solo here for like two minutes. Mike. Last card was um, uh, another good card. We picked up over eight units. Um, you know, had another winning night. Contender series was a little like back and forth. We lost small units. The free play here lost, but we won the last four um, stay cash and free bets, and I plan on winning hey, the bro, next free, um, free bet today. So um, are we going right into UFC, Evan? Because or, or, uh, I can believe- give the free bet now. I believe we're doing some Bellator first uh, with Mickey. Okay. All right. Let me open that then, the Bellator thing. There's like 17 Bellator fights tonight. I mean, it's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, 17 fights for Bellator today. Holy I mean, shit. 17 fucking fights. That's ridiculous. I got Mickey, Mike. It's all That's you a guys. handsome guy. What up, Mick? What up, brother? How we doing? So I, I just opened the Bellator card because they said you wanted to speak Bellator. They got 17 fights today. Yeah, I got. I'm I'm excited about that Bellator card. I got I got a couple of picks that I feel like are like locks on it too. Like Ooh, I like to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. are the odds? Let's go. Let me hear I, that. I, the odds can't be good. <laughs> can't be good. I'll look as you say them. Which fight is the first one you want to talk about? So here's the. Uh, let me pull oh, up the Bellator UFC. one for you guys. So here's the Bellator card today. All right, first one. All right. So you so, tell me the odds. Obviously, not, it's those. Take. It's those. Those first two that are super uh, lopsided. The uh, Blockus uh, and Jordan Oliver. Okay. I think you got to do a parlay on that, and like, I don't know, maybe like mortgage the house or something. Them? Well, play, Blockus is fighting a guy who's 0-4. Exactly. What the fuck is going on here? Take me through that fight. Yeah, I, I, Blockus, I believe he's a... Uh, 0-0. Yeah, he's a he's a wrestler. I think he's like a Minnesota wrestler or something. You know what I mean? Like one of those stud wrestlers. Um, and obviously Jordan Oliver is uh, He's minus 1,200, well. Tommy. He's minus 12. And the other oh, guy's yeah. minus 1,300. Yeah. You think there's yeah. a finish here, Mick? I mean, probably. All right. 
Maybe so, yeah, maybe a good do. Do they have do they have inside the distance mic both on that? By like ground and pound, both of them by finish, something like Hold that. Hold on, I just want to see for a parlay. If you parlay them both, you got to lay five eighty nine. Um, <laughs> well, we can do them with something. We'll figure out something to put them with. Um, Fanduel doesn't I'm have, inside, to see if they have inside the distance. Fanduel doesn't. I'll look on DraftKings. Let's see, MMA, Bellator. Where site? What site yeah, you looking on? They usually have more alternative total round. Do you think these things? Nah, DraftKings doesn't have it either. No, I don't think they go the distance. They don't have it. DraftKings and FanDuel doesn't have it. Well, DraftKings actually has the guy at minus 2,100. So it's a bargain on FanDuel at minus 1,300. <laughs> <laughs> Good eye, Mickey. Good eye. You pick yeah. some winners. I'll tell you. Yeah, they're definitely going to win. I would bet my mortgage on it. When I, saw, when, I saw, when I saw 0 and 4, I was like, this oh, is yeah. Warm body. Yeah, Mickey, like Mickey, Mickey walked in yesterday and he was like, listen, I haven't looked at the lines. I got two guys that are going to fucking obliterate. You know, I promise they're going to win. So then I said, well, check the lines. So these lines are a little up, but all we need to do is find one other thing. We can, we can find a little. Yeah, find one Let's other thing. Because I know. Is there I, anyone else on this card, do you know? Yeah, like five other guys. All right. I got a bunch of guys. So let me run through them for you, and then you take Mickey, so you know these guys, or you just know of them? Know them. I, yeah. know, I know probably like seven or eight no, guys. No, no, I'm saying Oliver and Blockus. I know both of them. They both train at Killcliff. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. So are they that good, like wrestling-wise, or – they're both wrestlers. Yeah, both wrestlers. I, I, I think so. You know, they're still they're both like, you know, still beginners. You know. Okay. But so let, but let I me, think let me I uh, think... tell Tommy this. So right off the bat, right? You got two guys. Hey, work the camera do. here, bro. Let's do so. Let's get a little shift over. So I'm and... not out of it. Huh? <laughs> Come over. Come Dude, you're like that. What do you mean? You guys got to move me on. Um. The Bellator, right? Why don't I bet Bellator in World Series of Fighting? Here's a perfect example why, right? You got two guys making a debut at O&O. They're first and second on the card, which is like Mickey's point. Get them experience, empty arena, first two fights. They're each, one's minus 2,100, one's minus 1,300. And the opponents that they drudged up to give them, one is 0-4 and, and the other's 0-1, right? So when Mickey literally says, bet your mortgage on it, we should take these two guys at minus 589, and put them with like two or three no-brainers in the UFC tomorrow. I'm interested to see what it pays. But Mickey, you and Tommy kick it off, and I'm just gonna play around a little bit. I want to see if I can at least get us to even money. Well, let's let's see this, locks. Mike. Let's let him finish the Bellator card. Let's go through it because we might have another Bellator. All right, guy go ahead. A thousand or something. So this thing on right. Uh, I think, I think, I think it sounds good. Sorry, can you? No, don't listen to that people in chat. Evan, can you hear us? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's fine. All right, tell yeah. the chat shut the fuck up. All right. Um, Hodge and De Silva. What do you like here? Hodge and De Silva. My nah, see, I'm a real professional. I just don't be hearing myself in my hear in my headphones. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> I need to turn that music up in my headphones. But uh I don't know this one. I don't know how Hodge isn't that no. I don't I, okay, I, oh, wait, no, I have I, I think Gerald Hodge might have knocked out uh Cody Garbrandt in the amateurs. Matter of fact. Look that up real quick. I'm pretty sure he, uh, Gerald he did. He did right he, yeah. out in like in uh because some of those PA or uh Ohio guys would would fight us in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, it was um, in twenty twelve. Right? Yep, twenty twelve, and he also lost he to right uh, a couple good UFC fighters. He lost to Tony Gravely, Gravely. He lost to Sajikab Kakramanov, two very good fighters. Okay, that's a lot, a, lot of fights. Yeah, shit. yeah, that's it's what he's saying. Thing. There's like seventeen of them. Uh, I don't know the the Kish. Hey, can you go back to, to yeah, the yeah. um I don't know I'll, I'll navigate. I don't know how to work computers. What do you want to do? <laughs> just go back to the card just so we can <laughs> like see the I card. Punch people out. Yeah. 
Um, so we got Kazimov and Hill. Any interest? No, nah, I don't. Them? I don't know anything about them. Mikhailov and Higo. Don't know anything about them. There's a lot of fights. Jesus, Alfie Davis. I've heard of Elon Cruz. Elon Cruz. That uh, at, that girl uh, Avzagara beat our girl Lara in her last fight in Bellator. Alejandro Lara. Oh no shit. All right, uh, uh, we got Kali Salim. That's a minus thousand. Let me get a dog. Start chewing this thing down. Is that, that yours on our end? What's that? Oh, that's your dog. Sounds like a German Shepherd. I can't hear you, Mike. So you got to talk to Mick. I'm talking through you. I'm just watching your mouth. Uh, let's go. We got Silva and Shakalova. Nothing. Tokov Pacheco. Stop moving your mouth, asshole. Tokov Pacheco. Nothing. <laughs> you go. That's what he's doing. Uh, Avastrova Kish. I know it seems like I said I know a lot of people. There's just so many <laughs> There's fights. fights. There's so many fights that. All right, Why don't you do the ones you do know? That's, I know? Yeah, but it's just like this long list of names we don't know. Sydney but, Outlaw is somebody we know pretty well. Sydney Outlaw, uh, he's a Jersey kid who trains with us down in uh, in South Florida now too at Killcliff. Um, I I don't know about this uh, his, his opponent. I don't know. I I you know. I don't know enough uh, to really say on this one. All right. well, you have any opinions, Mike? I mean, I, Sydney's tough grinder, black belt, whatnot, but he's fighting a 22-2 and two Dagestani with his name ending in OV, so it can't look good for him. Yeah, we worry about the OVs. Yeah, I remember that. Gallagher-Gonzalez. Uh, I, think, I, think, uh, I think Gallagher-Gonzalez Gallagher is, is even money, huh? Yeah. I feel like you got to kind of go for James Gallagher here. All right, Gallagher. What thoughts, Mike? You know, I don't really have any opinion on these. I'm trying to walk through them. Yeah, I mean, he's 11 and two. He's tough, coming off a loss against Patrick Pat, Pat, uh, Patrick Mix, who's um, you know very good. Other than yeah, that, yeah, one of, he's he might. I think he's the champ now, Mix. Um, yeah, Patchy Mix, and he's the boyfriend of Tatiana Suarez, who we saw last week, and we cashed in our five unit parlay. So that's a training household. They're I about think- that. Way. I, I remember James Gallagher was that cocky Irish kid who Ricky Bandejas kicked in the face yes. and knocked him out. Well, I remember, Bandejas there. That's funny that you said that. I it's, remember that. It's, it's one of the best, like, clips because it's, like, one of those, like, where you have the guy who's cocky, overconfident, giving the finger, doing all the right. bravado, and then Bandejas, like, you know, humble, kind of quiet, and then just starches him quick. First round knockout. Yeah, Gallagher was trying to beat the next Conor McGregor. Exactly. And it, it was a really beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful video, but yeah, I dude, think Mickey, to your point in his credit, he comes back, he wins his next four fights after that three by submission. And then he just recently lost Apache mix, who we said is, you know, basically the champ there now. Yeah. So he gets a bounce back spot here against James Gonzalez, who's 10 and six. So he's got six losses. That's not really that good of a percentage. Um, he's never been finished. So that's a, a positive for Gonzalez. But he also doesn't have that much finishing ability. So he's only finished five of his 10 losses. So if you have a guy that's only finished five of 10 and has six losses out of 16 fights, I mean, it looks like maybe a little setup for Gallagher here. You're saying that's even money? I would take a shot. That's, I would, I, yeah, the more I think about it, uh, I think uh james gonzalez i think is known for his jujitsu and like you said like he's scrappy and tough but gallagher is known for his jujitsu as well and i think he's gonna yeah. have a big advantage in the striking department so i think that's uh that's a good fight for uh gallagher i'm i, I i'm almost the most besides for the first two uh jordan right, and michael then I'm, I'm probably the mo- most hot on that one right now all right Just so my throw that on there mixed picks calls calls james gallagher minus 110 uh, last three fights we got here, Mick, are Rosta Jeffrey, 
Moldovsky, Maori, and Storley Ward. So I know all these guys. Okay. Um, besides for Moldovsky, uh-huh. um, so I'll start with Dalton Rosa and Aaron Jeffrey. I I've trained a lot with Aaron Jeffrey. I'm very impressed with him. Uh, he was on the Contender Series a couple of times. Like just could you know was a uh, a frog's hair away from getting in the UFC. Went out beat uh, uh, Austin Vanderford when they're very hot on him. Uh, we I saw him beat uh, Rex Harris for the CFFC championship. You know, he's, he, he's a tough kid. He's a grinder, uh, athletic, but like ripped up, like very, like a true professional. Um, this is his opponent, Dalton Rosa, who is undefeated and they're very hot on. They talk about how he's like a Hercules, a like big, strong guy. I think either uh, Rosa is going to get after him early or uh, my boy AJ is going to take him out uh, late and either grind him out to a decision or, uh, you know, finish him with an accumulation of shots. Like, he's very good in the clinch with the knees against the cage, throws good shots. I am I really like Aaron Jeffrey, um, and he's he's an underdog tonight. Yeah, plus one, plus 184, probably getting plus 190 someplace. I, I think I would I, I would throw some money on Aaron Jeffrey. I, he's he's a guy that you can kind of rely on. He's a true professional. Um, his he, he had his first loss in Bellator, and, you know, in his words, he shit the bed against John Salter. Just didn't do what he worked there to do. I think coming off a loss like that, you, you grow stronger. You learn from your mistakes, and I think he's going to be coming in there hungry. And, you know, like I said, All great right. great kid. So Good. All right, Mike, you got nothing on these last few, right? We'll go through I this do. and then get to UFC. No, you can keep rolling. All right, cool. I do. Uh, Moldovsky and Maori. <clears throat> um, Man, I throw some I throw some money on tall Steve's goofy ass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's three. That's three live dogs here at plus two hundred. So you think we got a, at least a shot here on Maori, at least a shot on Jeffrey, and at least a more shot than a shot. Steve, Steve, well, Steve tall, never, tall Steve, Steve has a hundred percent two hundred. Only needs a shot, and it's so Steve's never shot, lost. Steve and he has a hundred percent finishing rate. He's ten and zero with ten finishes. That's great. Yeah, um, I I think Steve's a, is a good bet, and then. In the main event, two guys, I'm, I'm friends with both of them. Um, I trained with Brennan Ward a lot when I was up in Boston. Uh, he's he's an awesome, awesome kid. Crazy yeah. dude. I think he was just getting out of after being locked up for fighting cops when uh, when we were <laughs> training together. Uh, and then Logan Storley is kind of the opposite where Brennan Ward, you kind of have like a cowboy. You know, he's, he's like a, he's like a little, you know, a little crazy, you know, running with, you know, a bad crowd, going to bars, whatever. Logan Storley is almost more like a, like a nerd. Like he's like, so he's like a wrestler. He's a business, you know, he's like a wrestler and like into like business. And like, uh, I, I think, I think the smart money, obviously the line suggests that it's on uh, Logan Storley. Storley. I think that's, that's where you'd have to, you know, it's a safer bet. Logan has world-class wrestling, like world-class, world-class wrestling. Some of the, probably one of the best wrestlers in MMA. Um and Brennan, but Brennan Ward's a tough customer. You know what I mean? He's he's going to be swinging the punches, looking at has his, some wrestling himself, looking to defend it. If he defends a couple of takedowns, it could be a long, real long or short night for Logan. But if uh, Logan starts his wrestling's connecting, it could be a long night for Brennan. All right. Uh, if you wanted to parlay all three of those, the two big favorites at the beginning and Logan Storley, you're looking at minus 189. Uh, I think Mick would probably agree that those guys, those first two that we talked about, for those of you just tuning in, Wakas and Oliver, obviously their lines are big. They're minus a thousand, those guys, but you could take something like, uh, th- those are basically free squares. You're saying, right? Nick? Correct. All right. So if those are free squares and you wanted to bet on Maori, you could basically do Maori 
Blockus and Oliver and turn a 200 into a 250, 260. You could take the 184 on Jeffrey, add those two and add 50 cents to that line. So that's another way to play it too. If you just want to use those guys as free square escalators for any of the bets that you're doing on the dogs on the straight side. Or if you have a minus 180 or 190 that we're going to go over in the UFC, maybe you use those two guys to it to get it down to a 130. So we'll use those as kind of linchpin locks. Not to mention, I think, Mick, they start early, right? Those are the first two fights. So yeah, if they yeah. did fall off and by chance one of them lost, you'd be able to rebet the other shit around it. So let's get to the UFC card here. Uh, main event card, uh, the main card on this one, Mikey, I'll let you lead. I'm going to jump out for one second, come back in. The uh, RDA versus Luke is obviously headlining the card. And then we got some good fights, but Bohanda, we got a uh, Dewadu, we got Dawkus, Swanson, Roundtree. So some decent names on this. Card, are, you, are you about to lead for, for no, a no, cigarette? No, no, for one second. Yeah. For a cigarette? No, what? I was going to say, why don't you try one of my dips I'm live on all, camera? I'll get all I dip, I'll fucking puke it up. <laughs> <laughs> be great footage dude you're the guy you'd want to go viral and shit right yeah uh so mike kick it off what do you think of this card i i think it's a good card um little tough betting wise i mean a lot a lot of um weird situations two guys really missed weight bad today so who we're did? waiting to hear if the fight's still gonna go on did you see that mickey or not? no who, who missed weight um tafan the don Chukwi missed weight by like four pounds and uh, Josh Frem, same thing. Uh, uh, probably Frem, like the same raised age rate, missed it before. And I like Frem, and I probably still like too. him. He just didn't look good at the weigh-ins. But, um, you know, let's see what happens. If the fight happens, if he rehydrates, I'll keep a close eye on that. But I'll kick it off with my free play, Mickey, and there's two fights I put a parlay on. You can opine on them, and then I'll bounce it back to you to talk about another fight. So the first one here is Terrence McKinney. Um, I like Terrence mm. McKinney. He's 13 and six, and he has a hundred percent finishing rate. He won all 13 wins and he's been finished in all six losses. Um, very dynamic, heavy handed, very good wrestling. The knock on him is that if he doesn't get you out of there quick, then he starts to fade a little bit over time. But I think he's getting a great opponent here in Mike Breeden, who's 10 and five, lost his last three, hasn't really showed me anything. And I love McKinney. I like the fight inside the distance. I like McKinney inside the distance. But here's the thing from a betting perspective. You can get McKinney at like minus 278 just to win. But then even if you want to play him inside the distance, you still got to lay 250. So, I mean, they're telling you that his, his win equity is 100% inside the distance. So it doesn't make any sense to play gotcha. that or even the fight inside the distance and lay 800 or 1,000. It's 1,100. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. think McKinney's the side, and I think he wins inside the distance. But you got to play him straight in a parlay, one of those, because there's no value on the inside the distance. And I'm going to tell you who I'm going to pair it with, and then I'll kick it back to you. So I agree, uh, I agree with the McKinney take. Um, he just had a he just lost like less than a month ago to that kid Nas yeah um who's uh Sadikov, I think it was not Nazir Sadikov. um and he didn't really take any damage he he controlled the whole first round hat was on his back was on Nas's back second round he got his uh, back taken quick got submitted so no you know appears no injuries he's coming back I think when you just get to do that. You're just in the fight. It kind of demystifies it a little bit. So I think then taking a short notice fight like this one is, is going to, uh, you know, lead to good things for him. I think he's going to be feeling very, you know, present and focused on, on the fight. And I'm, I'm hot on a uh, McKinney, not just because of his skill, but for uh, those like external factors as well. So you co-sign that one, right? Absolutely. 
All right, so Mike and Mick match up on that. And I'm going to put it together in a parlay with a friend of the program, Francis Marshall, his fight hey. to go inside the distance. So I didn't pick a side here, and I, I favor Marshall. Um, so Dalgarian is 5-0, and all five wins by finish, and he had a little amateur career at 3-0, and all three wins by finish, and the, all eight fights together were all in the first round. Now, of his five opponents as a pro, four of his opponents all had losing records, and the one guy he beat was 42 years old. So he's wow. fighting weak competition in the Midwest, although it looks good on paper. You still can't dismiss him, right? He's a college-level wrestler. He has good heavy hands. But what's going to happen here for me is I like Marshall's overall skill set, excellent cardio, and I think he's very well-rounded. Um, and he's coming off a, a, probably the worst performance of his career. You know, a fight where for two rounds it was a staring contest. Then he turned it up on the third and looked good, and he got a loss. So it was his first career loss, and he dropped his last fight here now in the UFC. But he also has a win in the UFC. So I think this is a great spot, and that could be a learning opportunity for him. So what I think is going to happen here, Mick, is that due to Dolgarian never seeing past three minutes in a fight, what will happen if he doesn't get Francis out of there quick and Francis takes over, right? So we have that yeah. factor. Either fighter can finish each other real quick. And I think that Dolgarian's pace is going to bring the fight out of Marshall and cause a car crash and not allow that staring contest. So I don't anticipate this fight seeing the judges' scorecards. So I like the fight to end inside the distance paired with McKinney, and I able to lay minus 104, which is less than a pick em, basically. And that's my free bet for this week, Evan. I like it. I like it. I think uh, I think similarly to what we said about Terrence McKinney and uh, uh, AJ was how they're coming off of those losses, the first loss of this kid's career, did it in the UFC. I, I think you're often going to see those guys strike back hard and be, they, you know, they face their, their worst fear of getting that first loss and, you know, shit in the bed. And I, I'd expect, uh, I, I, I like what you're saying. I didn't know the information on uh, his opponent, Dolgarian. But I, I'd, I'd kind of like to, uh, I like Marshall to, to win with also within the distance. That's fire, Marshall. I'm Mike, I just walked in. It's our boy. Yeah, yeah. yep. Jersey we have boy. a couple of friends at the program on um, nice. today. Yeah, we love fire, Marshall. Yeah, great kid. All right. So I don't know what you guys did. What you guys did? Just cover the beginning? Yeah, yeah. We, we took uh, McKinney and uh, the Marshall Dolgarian inside the distance. I mean, if you go McKinney with those other two, it drops it to 176, too. So that may be something you could do there. If any of you guys wanted to bet McKinney straight, uh, you could do McKinney with Oliver and Blockus tonight. If Oliver and Blockus didn't win for some reason, if one of those guys lost, you could rebet the McKinney uh, with the other one tomorrow because these fights aren't tomorrow. So if you use those Bellator linchpins, Blockus and Oliver, you're basically locking in a reduced value tonight, and then you're free rolling a dollar twenty on McKinney for tomorrow. Uh, so think to do that, guys. Uh, let's see. What other fights you like here, Mike? You got anything else or Mick? Anything else you like? Oh, that, that was my free one? bet. Okay, cool. So I'll, I'll let Mickey talk about something he wants because I'll save the rest for the subscribers. But that was my free bet. It was McKinney and uh, the Marshall fight inside the distance. You uh, scroll up a little. Yep. Um, I think Blackshear just lost his opponent today. No. Yesterday. No, no. They waited in successfully. Um, he lost his opponent like six days ago. And six Jose days? Johnson stepped in as a late notice replacement, making his UFC I must have, debut. Uh, I just saw that today, at least. Um, okay. Uh, That's a fight I like. I'm, I like Blackshear. I like Blackshear like uh, with his original opponent as well. Um, I, yeah, I, I feel I feel good about Blackshear there. Uh, that's the only one I have on the, uh, on the undercard. On the undercard. 
right. So well, let me uh, add to that. So I like Blackshear. He's currently one of my bets. So I'll share that as well. Um, Jose Johnson, late notice replacement, tall, rangy Muay Thai striker. But in two fights, both contender series fights, because he lost the first time and then won the second, he was taken down 12 times in his first fight by Ronnie Lawrence and then taken down nine times in his last fight, although he pulled out a win. Now, Blackshear is a high-level black belt grappler. He had a full camp here, and um, I like Blackshear here to get the win. Yeah, agreed. Let's go to that main card. I want to get to the main card. All right, main card leads off with fucking Fremd and Pickett. Anyone got an interest here? I, I like Fremd, but he missed weight today by five pounds. So I got to see, A, how he looks, and B, if the fight even happens at this point. Fremd is but a big Pickett's favorite. on his way out the door. Pickett is the one that was the sacrificial lamb for Bo Nickel in his last fight. He won on the contender series as well. You're not hot on Pickett at all, huh? You think he's... Just now, Pick, I, I think Pickett stinks, and he is what he is at this point, too. He's 34 years old. He's 13-9, and nine, Mickey. In 22 fights, he lost nine times. He's on a three-fight losing streak, and he's been finished in all three of those, although one was to Bo Nickel. But what does he have? He's got size and power. Friend is actually bigger with probably more power, D1 wrestling, and the submission game. So I think Friend has him covered everywhere. I agree. All right, let's go to the next one here. We got Dobson and... Chukwi, this is the guy who missed weight. This is another fight huh? that missed weight. Yeah, and Chukwi missed weight by also five pounds, and he didn't look good. His eyes were like going in different directions. He had wow. blue eyes, one blue east, one blue west. <laughs> I uh, I know AJ Dobson well. Um, I trained with him a bunch uh, out with Matt Brown in Ohio. Um, he's coming off of his first two losses in his career, so it's a little bit of back against the wall. The kid is crazy talented. He he's like a John Jones type talent like he's and, and I know that's you know that that probably sounds like like a lot but uh, AJ he's 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 very good and I, I I would bet on AJ for this fight. Mike what do you like? Are you like I'm him? actually on AJ as a dog plus 125 but again he missed weight by uh, his opponent missed weight so we have to see how if the fight happens first off but the problem with that too is if AJ doesn't get him out of there quick Mick again without the weight miss. Um, you know, and Shukwi is known to take over later. He's got big power. But um, the weight miss kind of throws, you know, into a little frizzy until we find out what happens. All right. Dobson, Chugu, we just did. Uh, Viana versus Lucindo. We have uh, Lucindo minus 184 here. Uh, what do you like here, Mike? You got anything on either of these? I lean Viana. I mean, you know, she's got a 100% finishing rate, so she's another one. So she's pretty linear and, and – um, what is it called? Parallel, really. I mean, she got 15, uh, 13 wins all by uh, finish, and she's lost five times, only being finished once. So she either finishes you or she basically loses a decision. That's the snapshot. She's fighting a, a touted prospect, Lucindo, who's only one and one in the UFC, and uh, she's getting a lot of love. And I'm shocked, actually. She's a minus 200 favorite. So I kind of like, I, I lean Viana here at plus 165. Right. No official bet. Uh, I always, I always like Mike. You know me. I always like the girls wearing yellow. Uh, I feel like that ties to the uh, the Brazilians. So uh, I'm a big fan of the Brazilian women in the ring. So you like Viana there? You said right. She's also beautiful, and if you go to her Instagram, she's into cosplay. I mean, and you got to see all the outfits she's dressed up in. I did not, not notice that. Yeah, and go to go to her Instagram and look at all her cosplay not, outfits she's wearing. Did not not notice that. She uh, tried we to wear a cosplay and... outfit out, you know, on the walkout and. The UFC denied it. She wanted to come out in full like cosplay, and they wouldn't yeah. let it happen. That stuff doesn't fly. It's got to be yeah. venom. Yeah. 
Uh, Roundtree versus our boy Chris Dawkins, who we've had here on Stay Cashing before. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, is Dawkins going down here? Roundtree's not in his weight class. What the fuck? Right, yeah, yeah. this is going to be his first fight at light heavyweight. Are they fighting at 205? I couldn't hear yeah. that. Is it? Yeah. So I don't know. I'll just throw in here. From my knowledge of Dawkins, um, his advantage was his speed up with the heavyweights, right? Isn't he going to kind of lose that edge when he comes down? Is he? I don't, I don't know if that's a – he's not a real big power guy. He doesn't have an amazing chin, right? Like, Well, I mean, he is a big power guy. He has 11 knockouts in his 12 wins, okay. but he's been finished in all six of his losses. Right, yeah. It's, yeah. So, so he's so one of those killer know, beat strength guys. Is his chin a little bit, obviously, coming down, having a little less power on that. It's a big weight difference, you know, between those two weight classes. He actually looked great. You know, it's funny. He, he looked great. And they did a side-by-side -side of his weigh-ins at 264 and his weigh-ins at, like, 205. And he literally looks the same. It's crazy. Like, it doesn't <laughs> even look like he's, like, a smaller version of himself. Um, yeah, he, he's had a tough run. You know, he's lost his last three in a row. speed advantage here, though, coming down? I do. It's, it's, well, I it's, it's more, more importantly than the speed advantage. So you have Khalil Roundtree, who was nicknamed Oak Tree, as a Muay Thai style fighter who wants distance and he's going to throw heavy leg kicks and Dawkins is a more of a boxer who's going to want to get close and throw heavy hands so whoever wins that distance in between right whoever controls mickey that three foot space right is the boxer Absolutely. pressures him forward and puts the kicker on his heels it's harder for him to kick and then you know that's more to Dawkins's advantage but if roundtree is able to control the distance with jabs and keep him at range and rip in kicks it favors roundtree I like the fight inside the distance, but the line is huge at minus 650. But um, very tough for me to get on a side, but um, I love violence in the fight. So I might be looking at fight to not start round three. I like the round three. Depending on the line. It sounds like you do too, right? I, I, I like round three in the fight. I've been, I'm very impressed with round three uh, as of late. I think early he would be hot or cold, and I think he's found his uh, his streak. And I, I think he's, uh, he's a guy it's hard to pick against right now. And Mick, if you combine them with your two guys from tonight, you're getting minus 125 on round trains. How often would someone just like bet a million dollars on like Blockus and Oliver to win like, you know, 30 bucks? Well, yeah, I mean, literally, literally, you, you got to risk six yeah. times, right? So, I mean, if someone's risking a million, we're still winning 150 grand on that. Yeah. Um, you'd see it. You see it. You see it. So, you see sometimes people bet worse, a million. Worse than that, right? even. Yeah, you see bets that are worse than that, even. Yeah. Yeah, Somebody crazy. just did one, Tommy, and lost recently. Ooh. I forget what it was. Maybe a basketball game or something, right, Evan? Wasn't there like a crazy one? Yeah, it was something like that. I don't remember what it was though. They go move to a different country. I think they bet live. Wasn't that it? They did like a live bet or something, but like the the game was basically over and then they lost. It was crazy. I think you talked about it on here, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's get the last two fights here: Cub Swanson versus Dewadu. Uh I personally, I I think Cubs done. Um, I've been betting against him, so I'm going to be on the Dewadu side. I'm going to parlay him with two Mick things. Curious to see where you guys are at. Um, I, I just I worry about these guys getting towards the back end. Yeah, you know, that win versus Elkins, you know, lost to Martinez, lost to Chikadze, had a couple of losses in a row before that. So, Mike, is he? Is he? I know you never want to say because he's a legend. You don't like speak negatively about the legend stuff, but is is Cub kind of on the way out the door here? Well, he's definitely on the way out the door at 40 years old. That's a fact, right? His last four fights, he's two and two, all by knockout, one, two, lost two. The guys he lost to, Jonathan Martinez is a beast. Phenomenal heavy leg kicks. And Jiga Chikaji was, you know, a main event fighter, previously undefeated, world-class kickboxer. And yeah, he knocked out Elkins and Pineda, which aren't that bad. So this is the tell-all fight. I do think if he loses, he either retires or he should retire. 
But he could, you know, do a cub thing here. But I do like Duwadu, and I do think Duwadu gets it done. And I think this is a great fight for Duwadu as a leaping, you know, into the next level. And, you know, great guy in all cub. But, yeah, I mean, I do favor Duwadu. Yeah, I agree. It's it's hard to pick against Cub because he's a legend. Uh, but I think me and Hakeem, it's it's his time. Uh, I think he's more of the ilk of the guys that Cub has been losing to rather than beating. And uh, I I take me and Hakeem in this fight. All right, cool. And let's go to the final fight of the night: RDA going up against Vicente Luque. This line is lined very close. We're looking at minus one twenty versus minus one hundred two. Mikey, I don't know what it is on DraftKings. I'm assuming it's pretty similar just glancing over there it looks like we're looking at minus 122 plus 102 so uh evenly lined fight here mike uh any interest <laughs> it's a real tough one i'll tell you well mickey knows luke very well you know he has trained at ama in the past i think mickey brought him um still mickey's in touch with him so i i can't wait to defer to him rda i cornered against of course i had khabib so it's like a cheat code but you know i watched a lot of tape on him but we beat him but uh, somebody I really respect, good heavy leg kicks, third degree black belt in jiu-jitsu, and good wrestling. What I don't like about RDA is when he fights at welterweight, where he doesn't fare very well at welterweight. You know, he's a 155-pound fighter. Uh, Luke is going to have a big size advantage and a huge reach advantage. Very tough for me to call. I can't wait to defer. I'm going to defer to Mickey for your official pick. I am leaning Dos Anjos here, but my heart, and I'm rooting for a Luke. So, Mickey, you know, tell me what you got. I'm going Luke all day. Luke all day. I think, uh, you know, he's coming off, uh, I think, the first two losses in a row of his career. Um, hungry, ready to get back into it. Uh, I think, you know, Dos Anjos, all respect to him, former champion. Um, like you said, Mike, at 155. And he's been, you know, fighting up at 170 where, you know, I, I think that's more, that's that's Vicente's uh, territory. And, you know, he's he giving up that, that type of reach. Uh, to Vicente is going to be troublesome. And I, I don't really see a path for Dos Anjos. Yes, he's a good wrestler. Vicente is good on the ground. Uh, violent striker. I, I see Vicente getting a win here, bouncing back and, uh, you know, back up to the top. All right. Mikey, I hope so. I hope he wins. One other thing to be concerned about, Mickey, and maybe you have more info on it, is his brain bleed he's coming off of. Right. Hold on. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear You're both talking at the same time. Sorry, Mike. I didn't see that. Go on, Mike. I'm right here. The chiseled jaw, big guy. Um, they look good. I said he's coming off a brain bleed, uh, Vicente Luque. And I know he got cleared by a doctor, but still, it's not encouraging to hear that. I mean, do you know anything about that? No, I all I know is he's been sparring hard. He looks good. Um, and, you know, I think, uh, ah, you know, a little brain bleed, whatever. <laughs> Stuff happens. <laughs> That's it. Just a little brain bleed. Uh, Mike, what I was saying, I'm sorry, I cut into you there. Um, anything else you want to share before we get out of here? I know Mick's got to go get Diesel at the gym, and I'm going to jump on a call to get the Mayhem Mansion fucking ready to rock by August 26th. Um, any final words there, Mikey? No, but get over and signed up. Well, listen, I want to keep the winning going. So we're four straight weeks with our free bet here. I gave it to you, and then we won 15 units and then eight units last week, and I'm looking to do it again. I'm shooting for double digits again, so get on over there, get signed up, get the card. All right, Mick, final words. Um, nah, enjoy the fights. Enjoy the, the good picks. And, uh, yeah, May uh, Mayhem Mansion coming soon. I'm over here at Tommy's now. It's going to be uh, – I've been uh, been his pool boy for the past few days. And <laughs> Can't get a better-looking pool boy. He make, By the way, makes fantastic eggs. 
and fantastic. Or, or, or yeah, earn my keep around here. I mean, this and, guy's the uh, best. Mike came on with uh, Scott and did the Slick and Thick show on Monday. We got to run around in the city a little bit. Went to Chaz Palm and Terry's restaurant. Had a, had a good old night. Nice, nice. Fun. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff, the three of us together going forward, which we'll fill you in on once uh, I get back from Vegas. We'll fill you in on some upcoming events that may have some overseas travel tied to them and some fun circus around it where there will be maybe real mayhem. Oh, look, they made a little best friends thing for us. Aww. Oh, that's cute. And we should get a we should get a pendant. Done. All right, cool. Let's do it. All right, Evan Hand, final words. Rigged. <laughs> Rigged. All right, four, Constantino, Joey Rackets, Mickey Gall, Evan Hand. I am Tommy G. R.I.P. Mama Rupp. We love you. Bill will be by me tomorrow. Mick will be here tonight watching the fights. Uh, maybe we'll go live on the Discord. We'll see how it goes. But uh, get over to 4deep.com. You don't need to go to 4deepbets.com. Just go right to 4deep.com. Sign up. Bottom of the thing right down here. Rest of the year package, 50% off, plus the football draft guide, plus the uh, football preview guide. This is a steal, guys. This is absolute highway robbery. Get in there now. Sign up for this, and we will catch you guys soon. So for the crew and for Mama Rupp and for Bill Rupp, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Let's, Let's go. go.